Hi, this is Walter Montero, and you're listening to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. Hey guys, this week I'm back talking about RSPs and uh, using them for a down payment on your property. I just want to preface the show by um, making sure that um, you don't do anything that I recommend in this show without speaking to a mortgage broker. Because the last thing I want to see you do is go out and, and do some of the things that I've mentioned here in the show and uh, you end up, you don't qualify for a mortgage and then you're stuck with an RSP loan that you didn't want. Okay. Anyway, uh, just a little preface to the show. Hope you enjoy it and um, we'll talk to you soon. Hey guys, uh, welcome to uh, this week's show. Uh, just thought we'd, uh, because we're in RSP season and uh, being with the uh, the amount of listeners we've had on last week's show, I just thought I'd talk about RSPs a little bit more. And uh, we'll probably carry on talking about RSPs through the month of February here. Next week we'll uh, talk about uh, using them as an investment in real estate through mortgages. But what I wanted to talk to you about this week was about using them in the um, the home buyers plan, so and of course the home buyers plan is basically where first time home buyers can use their RSPs as their down payment. Okay, so uh, anyway, so if you have a down payment, obviously if you have a down payment for a property, then you're you're eligible to buy. Now there's two there's two ways you can do this. You either have a down payment or you don't have a down payment. If you do have a down payment. Most people just keep this down payment in uh, cash or maybe they have it in an investment uh, of some sort. And what I would heavily encourage first-time homebuyers to do is if the investment is not sitting in an RSP, I would very much encourage them to put it into an RSP. Okay, And the reason I I would uh, encourage you to do that is because of the tax return that you're going to trigger as a result of putting your down payment into your RSP. So if you have the money in, you know, in a, a regular bank account, let's say you got, you know, 25 or 50 uh, 50,000 dollars in cash, if you have it just sitting there, first of all, it's not doing a whole lot because interest rates aren't doing, you know, that much in terms of what you're going to get on a on a CD or a guaranteed investment certificate. You might as well put it into the RSP. The reason I say that is because that's going to trigger a large tax return for you, especially at this time of year. I mean, we're right at tax tax time here. So if you have, say, you know, the $50,000 as a down payment and uh, you put that into your RSP, first of all, if you're buying it husband and wife or two people, you're eligible to use a maximum of $25,000 for the RSP program. So I would take that $50,000, I'd break it in half, make a $25,000 contribution on one party's side, and make a $25,000 contribution on the other party's side. Okay, now, there are some caveats there. The RSP has to exist for 90 days before you can take it out in terms of, of using it for a down payment. Okay, so if you do that, then what you're doing is you're going to trigger, as I said, the big tax return. You can trigger anywhere from, you know, if it's $25,000, depending on your tax bracket, you can trigger anywhere from five to $10,000 back, okay, on your income taxes, okay? So that means that you're going to have that particular amount of money back in your hands uh, because you've made such a large RSP contribution. Now, having said that, I just want you to be clear that as a result of doing that, 
that still obligates you to the fact that you still have to put that money back into your RSP, okay? Because the government's just allowing you to use it for your first time purchase. They're not letting you to just pull it out and, and let you have it. You have to put it back. And like I said last week, you've got two years to start putting it back and it has to be put back over a 15-year period. So you have a total of 17 years. And what you got to put back every every year is one-fifteenth of what you took out. Okay, so uh, again, it, it's sort of a, a forced savings plan. I mean, we're not talking about a lot of money that you got to put back in, but it's it's a great way to go because if you don't do it on your first time purchase, then you're never going to have this ability to do this again because it is a first time home buyer program, and uh, you know you you can't do it the next time around. So I would heavily encourage young people or old people for that matter, if you've never owned a house to use the RSP program because of the large tax return that it's going to trigger. Now, if you don't have a down payment, you can still use this program, okay, provided that there is room within your profile of making a large RSP contribution, okay? A lot of people don't take advantage of their RSP contribution, so when you look at your notice of assessment, it usually has on there what you are allowed to contribute to your RSP. And if it's obviously, you know, $25,000 or greater, then you obviously want to take advantage of that. If whatever it's, you know, whatever is there, you want to take advantage of it. But if you if you have the full 25 grand, again, you can do that by borrowing the money. So you can go and get an RSP loan. RSP loans these days are pretty cheap, okay? And then what you can do is you can put the money into the RSP, make sure you put it in a very cashable instrument that doesn't carry any penalties with withdrawal, okay? So don't put it in a mutual fund or anything goofy like that. Put it into a GIC or, you know, you can just put it in cash. It doesn't have to be in anything other than cash, all right? But it has to be in the RSP, all right? And then when you, when you um, uh, withdraw it, you can use that for your down payment. Now, if you do it that way, you're going to have an RSP payment, an RSP loan payment, okay? But there is another way that you can do it. What you can do is you can take the loan, service the debt, okay, for, you know, the 90 days, because it has to exist for 90 days, all right? Take out the RSP, so cash in the RSP for the purpose of purchasing the property. And rather than using that as the down payment, you can collapse the loan on the RSP, so now you owe nothing, okay, and then use the tax return as your down payment, all right? Now, if you and your partner do that together, you know, you can create anywhere from ten dollars to $20,000 as a down payment for your purchase. This is from your tax return, okay? Now, what you've done now, though, is, as I said, you've created a void within your RSP, okay? You've got $25,000 that, as far as the government is concerned, you took out to purchase a home. So what you've got to do is you've got to do the same thing as if you had the money. You've got to put back that money over a 15-year period with a two-year grace period to start, all right? So it's a great program to use. I don't understand why people don't use it. In fact, I, I've come across couples that they just don't want to do it, and I don't get it. This is money that you're going to be able to access that that there you'll never have this opportunity again. So you might as well take advantage of it. Plus, 
Now you're building up a nest egg. You're building up a little nest egg as you go. It's not a big forced savings plan. It is obviously a forced savings plan, but it's not big. You know, you got to put back that 1 15th, which I believe is uh, just calculating it here, uh, $1,666 a year. All right. So even if you set it up on a monthly plan, if you put back $139 a month, and this is going back to you, you're paying it to yourself. Understand that. And you're creating a nest egg for yourself in the future. It's a, it's a great way to go. All right. So again, a short program this week. I'm glad that they're, they're short. Uh, that's the podcast I like listening to. I don't like listening to these big, long, uh, these big, long uh, podcasts. So Take advantage of the RSP program. If you want to know more about it, send me an email, walter at maximumresults.ca, or give me a call at the office, 519-624-9222. Thanks very much, and I hope you're having a great day. And again, don't forget to go on to iTunes and rate us on, on the show. But give us a five-star rating would be greatly appreciated. We'd, uh, we'd certainly appreciate your feedback. And if you, you know, just rate us, whatever, whatever, you, uh, whatever you think is appropriate. And tell your friends about the show. If you like the show, tell them about our podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that they'll get a lot out of it too. Okay? Thanks very much.